Welcome to the message podcast for Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to subscribe for updates and new episodes. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Make sure you join us each Sunday at 9 a.m. on Facebook Live. Our in-person service times are 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have a campus near Harrisonburg at 1871 Boyers Road and a new campus in East Rockingham at 414 Southeast Side Highway in Elkton. In addition, at our Harrisonburg campus, we have a Spanish campus that meets on Sundays at 11.45 a.m. Check out our website, cotnaz.org, for more information. Good morning, church family. Welcome. We are so glad that you're here. If you're visiting for the first time, please make certain that you stop by the Next Steps table on your way out. We have a gift just for you. I'm Pastor Terry. I'm our outreach pastor here at this campus. Please be certain to come back next Sunday so you can hear our campus minister, Pastor Jarrett Link. Pastor Jarrett shared an awesome message last week. He started the series titled Regret Prevention. He told us about Peter and Peter's regret of denying Jesus. But the most important thing out of last week's lesson was how Jesus responded to Peter and to the disciples. We learned that we can always run to Jesus and he will restore us. Today's message is the second part of a series called Regret Prevention. And today, the title is, I Would Have Loved More Deeply. No regrets. Isn't that what we all desire? Live your life in the present and love others well. How do we do that? From a biblical perspective, we must look at the fundamentals. Am I making a difference of my time here on earth? Am I representing Christ well through my thoughts, through my words, through my actions? If we truly love God with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul, and we love others as ourselves, then we will naturally keep all the commandments. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will use this message to inspire everyone in this sanctuary, including me, to overcome regrets and to minimize future regrets by loving others well. Today, tomorrow, and all days. In Jesus' name, amen. Common regrets of someone that's getting ready to take their final breath. I wish I hadn't worked so much. I wish I had resolved a family riff with a parent, with a sibling, with a child, 
with a friend. I wish I'd stayed in contact with my friends. I wish I had laughed more. I wish I hadn't wasted my life on drugs, on alcohol. I wish I hadn't worried so much. I wish I hadn't been dishonest. I wish I would have said I love you more frequently. You fill in the regret. When we look back, two things that we're going to judge in our relationships will be that with God and with other people. No regrets. It's a great slogan. Have you ever heard that before? But is it true when someone says it? Or is it even possible to live without regrets? Would you like a do-over? If you had a chance to do over, what would you do over? Would you take a different job? Would you go to a different college? Would you say no to that date or that relationship? Would you choose to work harder in your marriage and not walk away from it? Would you spend more time with your children and those you love? Webster's definition of regret, pain of mind on account of something done or experienced in the past with a wish that it had been different, a looking back with dissatisfaction or with longing, grief, sorrow, How do you define regret? I believe we all have experienced regret, including me. Regret robs you from God's best. Regret robs you from the very joy of Jesus in your heart. It cripples your focus on Christ and the awareness of all that he has done for you. As one of your pastors, it is my great desire to assist you in minimizing future regrets with the help of God. Today, we're focusing on avoiding one of the most common regrets. I would have loved more deeply. The beauty of you being here today and of the series is if you want to love more deeply, you can make that choice. You can remove that regret now. I think it's easy to look back on our life and see the regrets if we fail to keep our eyes on Christ in the ups and downs of our life. I like to say to folks, and many of you have heard me say this, you are in a storm, or either you are coming out of a storm, or you're getting ready to go into a storm. Is there anything 
in your life that you are so devoted to or so obsessed with, you are missing things around you. Several things come to mind for me. There was a time that I had been guilty of some of these things. Your job, because it is so important that you climb that corporate ladder, that you make that money. Your spouse, your children, a relationship, pornography, football, your weight, drugs, alcohol, hoarding, gambling. When one becomes obsessed with something, they miss putting God in first place. We can be so absorbed with something, even good things, even ministry, that we miss the purpose and the plan that God has for our life. We're rushing here, doing this, our things to do list, and we miss the miracles in the ordinary moments of our life. We should live today like it matters for eternity, because it does. When you live your life with an awareness of heaven, your life will make a difference. Today, you may have the regret that you wish that you would have loved more deeply. What got in the way? Here are several possibilities. Love is a commitment. Love requires sacrifice. Love can be inconvenient. Love is selfless. It gives rather than gets. And believe it or not, there are just some people that are hard to love. I know you know the person. The most thought about yet elusive thing that I believe every person desires. In fact, it's the most popular theme in our movies and literature. And just recently a study was done and even in our music, 65% of our music is about this. Now what am I speaking about? L-O-V-E, love, God's word. The Bible always has the answer. Please turn to Matthew 22, 34 through 40. The greatest commandment. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Leading up to Matthew 22, 34 through 40, we find the Pharisees and the Sadducees questioning Jesus, hoping to trick him. The first question, the Pharisees, a religious group who opposed the Roman occupation, they asked Jesus the question, should we pay taxes to Caesar? The second question, the Sadducees asked Jesus, Hey, what's it going to be like for marriage in heaven? The third question, what is the greatest commandment? Jewish leaders in Jesus' day often debated on the relative importance of the commandments. Some held the view that it was observing the Sabbath. Some said circumcision. Still others believed that the most important commandment was found in Deuteronomy 6.5. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So when the lawyer asked Jesus to weigh in on the question, what is the greatest commandment in the law? He was asking Jesus to pick sides in an already contentious Debate. When Jesus was asked to boil all the commandments down. And let me tell you, it was already over 600 laws in the Old Testament, besides the 10 that we know and love. Jesus focused on one word love. If you love God with everything you are, and you love people like you love yourself, you will likely live without regret. Why is love so important to the believer? Well, Jesus said it's the greatest commandment. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 13, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love is greater than faith and hope in that both faith and hope depend on love for their existence. The Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 8, God is love. We can't undo the past, but we can start today with a clean slate. Choose love. We can start with these action steps. Look for opportunities to love God and love others. Ask. Ask the Lord to help. Ask Him to strengthen you. Read your Bible. Refuse to focus on yourself all the time. Be generous. Give. Love is an essential component of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. 
We think that love is such a big and broad thing, but one can probably tell about how you love in the way you live day by day. How do you talk to God? Is he your Lord and Savior? Is he your best friend? How often do you talk to God? Do you make time to read your Bible? Do you obey God's word? How do you treat others, especially those that you know you're not going to get a thing from, the down and out? Let me give you some examples of love in action. You've been standing in the Walmart line for 10 minutes. The clerk is exhausted. People have been ugly. You've heard them be ugly. And you come up at your turn, and you have kind words. You pray for your coworkers that you know they don't like you because you're a Christian. You greet a veteran that's wearing one of those hats that says veteran or a t-shirt that says veteran, and you go up and you make time to say thank you for serving. The police officer who stops you, pulls you over, writes you a ticket, you thank he or she for protecting you and our community and our nation. There are so many ways to express love to God and to others. If we make the choice to live like Jesus, we will not have the regret of saying, I would have loved more deeply. What is the application of today's message to my life and to your life? Love is always the right choice. Not always easy, but always right. In the end, you will judge your life by whom you have loved and how well you have loved. And all the things that you can regret, loving will never be one of them. A recipe to ease regret? Love more and do everything else less. We're going to watch a short video about William Borden. When William Borden, the heir to the multi-million dollar Borden Dairy Estate, graduated from high school, his gift was a trip around the world. Now, while your average 18-year-old is going to be living it up and enjoying the time of their life, Borden experienced a growing concern for the lost of the Middle East and Asia. He wrote home, I'm going to give my life to prepare for the mission field. In the back of his Bible, he wrote two words, no reserves. Enrolling at Yale University, Borden promptly began a student ministry. By the end of his freshman year, he had 150 freshmen meeting for weekly Bible study and prayer. By his senior year, 1,000 out of Yale's 1,300 students were involved in this ministry. In a personal journal entry, he defined the source of his spiritual strength by saying, say no to self and yes to Jesus every time. Beyond campus, Borden was often seen ministering to the downtrodden in New Haven. He loved the widows and the orphans and the disabled. 
To help men who were caught in the destructive lifestyle of alcoholism, he founded something called the Yale Hope Mission. One of his friends wrote that he, quote, might be often found in the lower parts of the city at night, on the street, or in some restaurant to which he had taken a poor hungry fellow to feed him, seeking to lead men to Christ. After graduation in the class of 1909, Borden declined numerous high-paying job offers because of this growing sense of a call to mission that was now specifically focused on Muslims in China. At that time, he wrote two more words in the back of his Bible, no retreats. Borden went on to Princeton Seminary, and then after that, set sail for China. Now, he stopped in Egypt on the way for some Arabic studies, but while he was there, he contracted spinal meningitis. Within one month's time, the 25-year-old Borden was dead. I mean, just think about that. I'm 27, and at 25, his life was over. You know, was Borden's untimely death a waste? No, not in God's plan. Just prior to his death, he wrote two more words in the back of his Bible. Underneath no reserves and no retreats, he wrote the words, no regrets. In the back of William's Bible were written these words, no reserves, no retreats, and no regrets. William lived and died for the promise of an imperishable and eternal inheritance. Ultimately, it is not the words that William had written in his Bible, but it is his life that he lived for Jesus. William Borden not only gave away his wealth, but himself in such a joyous way that it didn't even seem like a sacrifice. It was a privilege. William Borden was a human man, just like me and you. The greatest example of love and sacrifice ever made once for all. God gave his only son. Yes, you know the verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, you may be struggling with the regret associated to love. Perhaps you're thinking, they don't deserve my love. I'll never forgive that person. Pastor, you just don't even know what they've done to me. You're right. I don't. But God does. There are many reasons we choose not to love. Please bow your head while the band comes. I'm going to talk only for a few more minutes. I want you to truly hear what I'm saying. And usually when our head is bowed and our eyes are closed, we're able to listen more carefully. 
Today you can choose to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, all your soul, and to love others as yourself. Please consider doing the following. Let go and let God take control. Move on. Let go of the episode. Own up to it. Maybe you need to accept your responsibility in the negative experience. Forgive. Choose to forgive someone who has hurt you. Apologize. If you've hurt another person, whether intentionally or inadvertently, apologize and mend bridges. If they're no longer alive, to apologize personally to them. Express your words in a letter to them and apologize. Learn from what happened. Seek to identify the lessons that were in the life experiences. The world gives many excuses to allow you to live your life without being fully devoted to loving God and loving others as yourself. God's love in our heart, when we are fully surrendered to his will, always draws out from us a response of love. Our rest in God never finds its fulfillment in ourselves but it always leads us outward to Jesus and toward others. The love of God brings about love in us for him and for others. The most important words ever spoken are those of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Let us pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we are miracles of your grace. Holy Spirit, you are speaking to hearts today, including mine. Help us, Father to let go of regret and to choose to love you with all of our heart, mind, and soul and to love others as ourselves. Help us, Lord, not to be so devoted or obsessed with other things that we miss you in the ordinary moments. Lord, we desire to say yes, Lord, with all of who we are. Please help us, Holy Spirit. If you're asking God right now to help you to put him first and to love others as yourself, please look up at me. Make eye contact with me. I want to be able to know that you've prayed this prayer. And I want to be praying with you. I'm not going to announce your name. I'm not going to ask you to come forward. I just want to be able to pray with you. Thank you.
Thank you for looking up. Jesus, help us to share you with our family, friends, and those in the sphere of your influence. Lord, help us to love others well. We love you, Jesus. In your holy name we pray. Amen. If you pray to fully commit your life to Christ and to love others as yourself, please tell Pastor Jared or tell myself. We want to pray and journey life with you in a new way. And two takeaways from today's message. One, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And two, love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you so much for listening today. You can email us at info at cotnaz.org for any questions about our church. When you're done listening, please subscribe to this channel for the latest updates and new episodes.